Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Nutraceutical Corporations v. Lambert, certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit, argued November 27, 2018, decided February 26, 2019. Respondent Troy Lambert filed a class action in federal court alleging that Petitioner Nutraceutical Corporation's marketing of a dietary supplement ran afoul of California's consumer protection law. On February 20, 2015, the district court ordered the class decertified. Pursuant to Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 23F, Lambert had 14 days from that point to ask the Court of Appeals for permission to appeal the order. Instead, he filed a motion for reconsideration on March 12th, which the district court denied on June 24th. Fourteen days later, Lambert petitioned the Court of Appeals for permission to appeal the decertification order. Nutraceutical objected that Lambert's petition was untimely because it was filed far more than the 14 days from the February 20 decertification order. The Ninth Circuit held, however, that Rule 23F's deadline should be told under the circumstances, because Lambert had acted diligently. On the merits, the court reversed the decertification order. Held, reversed, and remanded. Rule 23F is not subject to equitable tolling. Rule 23F is properly classified as a non-jurisdictional claim processing rule, but that does not render it malleable in every respect. Whether a rule precludes equitable tolling turns not on its jurisdictional character, but rather on whether its text leaves room for such flexibility. See Carlisle versus United States. Here, the governing rules speak directly to the issue of Rule 23F's flexibility and make clear that its deadline is not subject to equitable tolling. While Federal Rule of Appellate Procedure 2 authorizes a Court of Appeals for good cause, to suspend any provision in a particular case, it does so with a caveat, except as otherwise provided in Rule 26b. Rule 26b, which generally authorizes extensions of time, in turn includes the carve-out that a court of appeals may not extend the time to file a petition for permission to appeal, the precise type of filing here at issue. The rules thus express a clear intent to compel rigorous enforcement of Rule 23F's deadline, even where good cause for equitable tolling might otherwise exist. Precedent confirms this understanding. See Carlisle in United States v. Robinson. Lambert's counterarguments do not withstand scrutiny. Lambert argues that Rule 26B's prohibition on extending the time to file a petition for permission to appeal should be understood to foreclose only formal extensions granted ex ante and to leave courts free to excuse late filings on equitable grounds after the fact. But this court has already rejected an indistinguishable argument concerning Federal Rule of Criminal Procedure 45B in Robinson, and Lambert offers no sound basis for reading Rule 26B differently. Further, The 1998 Advisory Committee notes to Rule 23F speak to a Court of Appeals' discretion to decide whether a particular certification decision warrants review in an interlocutory posture, not to its determination whether a petition is timely. Finally, 
Lambert notes that every court of appeals to have considered the question would accept a Rule 23F petition filed within 14 days of the resolution of a motion for reconsideration that itself was filed within 14 days of the original order. Although his own reconsideration motion was not filed until after the initial 14 days had run, he cites the lower court's handling of such cases as evidence that Rule 23F is amenable to tolling. However, a timely motion for reconsideration affects the antecedent issue of when the 14-day limit begins to run, not the availability of tolling. See United States v. Ibarra. On remand, the Court of Appeals can address other preserved arguments about whether Lambert's Rule 23F petition was timely, even without resort to tolling. The decision is reversed and remanded. Justice Sotomayor delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. If you'd like to reach the podcast, we can be reached at roadscholar80 at gmail.com. That's R-O-A-D-S and 8-0. Thank you.